0: Hey friends, I hope you're all staying healthy and safe and taking care of the people and pets that are important to you. My five disc CD carousel stereo component died at the end of last week. It was at least 29 years old. Now I'd been gifted it by my father while I was still in high school. Uh, Somewhere there's a photo of a teenage me standing next to it in our kitchen. Now I still remember, I still remember when I got it, it was a it was a Christmas morning, and in the photo, I'm wearing a bathrobe, and I just unboxed this beautiful JVC five-disc CD player stereo component, and, and I'm just smiling, like so happy. Now, now, the five-disc player was a a complete surprise. Now, up to that morning, I'd had a single-disc player that I'd bought with money I'd saved from mowing my grandmother's lawn. But this component was like, wow, you know? I mean, in the early '90s, that was like. A very hip piece of technology. Anyway, I, I used that player at least once a week for the last 29 years. I mean, I'd had it in my my apartment when I I, uh, I left home. I'd had it. Uh, I, I brought it with me uh, into uh, in you know when I moved back home, and uh, I, I they even brought it with me uh, uh, when when I moved and, and got married. And it's been in our home, and I've used it like I said, like at least once a week. I'll. I'd come downstairs after work and, and put on an album, you know, or, or we'd have friends over and I'd put on like five discs and put it on shuffle, you know, and then have this nice little little music playing in the background while we did whatever, you know. It's just, it was a part of my life. And so it was, it was, uh, it, it, look, I, I understand it's 2021 and there are people in their 20s who have never even touched a CD. And while I do appreciate and listen to MP3s and I stream music, I, I still love, and engage with music in a physical format i it may be just my age you know my generation i'm gen x you know what can i say i have a record player and a cassette player component and i've got tons of cds what about you have you sold off and your your cds and records and tapes or and do you now just stream music exclusively maybe you're one of these folks i mentioned who's never even owned a piece of music in a physical format now, forget forget music. What what about movies? Do you still have DVDs? How about books? Do you do you read physical copies of books or or do you now only read books on an e- e-reader app? This this brings me to to the part of the podcast where I shamelessly promote my sellable wares. Now, unless you just walked into a room where someone is playing this podcast without headphones, shame on you by the way. Uh, 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 you have chosen to listen to the People Are the Enemy podcast. Uh, welcome, new listener. And hello, old friend. My name is Andy Mascola. I'm the host of this show. There are no ads on People Are the Enemy, and there is no Patreon set up for it. I would like to inform you, however, that if you love this show, or you're in the market for some new fiction, or you love this show and you're in the market for some new fiction, well, you've just hit a street called Easy. Uh, please consider purchasing one or two of my novels. There are... Presently, eight of them available worldwide in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. Just search my name, Andy Mascola, in your search bar. I sincerely appreciate your consideration. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you for your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People are the Enemy listeners. This is episode 166 of the People are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It's good to see you. How are you? How have you been? Are you staying healthy? Have you got your vaccine yet? Is it even available where you are yet? Wow. Okay, okay, all right. I, I got to get online and get myself uh, set up for it because I think... In my state, which is New Hampshire, I think they just they just opened it up to to people uh, between my age and, and up to the folks who who uh, previously got it, like that first batch of folks who were um, the ones in line for it first, meaning uh, uh, the pert- the people of a certain age bracket and, and have health concern. But I think it's now open to people uh, uh, in, in their forties, which is what I am. A- anyway, uh, I'm recording this on a morning without power. Yeah, I woke up. I, I think I, I must have woken up around uh, around four or five to use the bathroom, and uh, and uh, yeah, no lights, nothing, and I was like, "What? What's going on? No power." It, it didn't seem like it was a particularly bad storm. We had a lot of wind, and it rained all day yesterday, but it wasn't as if. Um as as if it was uh, so tumultuous that there were trees down all over the place. I took the dog for a walk this morning and didn't see any. But according to to our our, our power company, and I called the power company this morning to find out what was going on. Uh, they said it was down uh, due to uh, downed limbs. So somewhere there was a down limb that knocked out power in my neighborhood, and I'm still without it. But fortunately, I recorded. I recorded. I. Fortunately, I I I charged all the equipment I used to record the show last night. Now i I hadn't thought, well, maybe it'll be a power outage this morning, and I'll need to record the show. I just did it in preparation, so yeah. Fortunately, I've got I've got everything I need here. It's a very simple setup. If I hadn't told you in the past that I I used to record this show, and and this, by the way, this is the last show. This is the last episode of this month. So I've got a hard out at 17 minutes. So. Forgive me, listeners, I'm not going to give you anything too heavy or get into any stories that are going to be too time-consuming, but uh, but I've only got a certain amount of time left on my on my Libsyn account, which is the hosting service, and uh, and uh, I wanted to be able to bring you something, so I kept all the shows a little bit shorter this month, and this is the last one of the month. Anyway, uh, you know, I, speaking of COVID uh, vaccine, I took my mom for a COVID vaccine this past Wednesday. We we'd had made the appointment for her sometime while I was still out of work. And I had to I had to literally use paid time off on like only my my third or fourth week work uh, of this new job to take my mom to this appointment. But it but it went off without a hitch. I I got to her house and and uh, we drove to to um, this the next town over. And and what they'd done is they reconfigured uh, a Lord and Taylor at this this the shopping mall. So it was kind of it was very surreal. It was like. There were all these military, it was all run by military, all, I assume, National Guards people. And uh, they were outside of the building, they were inside of the building, sitting at tables, you know, all in army fatigue, and it was an old Lord and Taylor, so there was like... All the the you know the accoutrements of a Lord and Taylor. There were still mannequins around. You know what I mean. Albeit there were no no clothes or anything like that on racks or anything like that. But yeah, they they had retro like well I say retrofitted. They had fitted out this Lord and Taylor for this operation specifically. They they made certain lines so that they could keep it very organized. And it was it was a good system that they had. They even marked out the ground. They even had like an area where you know with the chairs separated so people could sit and wait their 15 minutes to make sure there were no adverse reactions to to the uh to the vaccine and uh my mom, mom and i got there and they, they took us right in they sat us down at a table with a with a, with a nice young woman in military fatigue, and she asked us a lot of questions, asked mom a lot of questions, and, uh, and mom was able to get her vaccine. I think we, we got it got in and out of there before her actual scheduled appointment. It was that uh, that orderly and quick, so it went well. And, and fortunately, she's doing okay. She didn't have any kind of adverse reactions the day after, and, and she's feeling well. Um, so that's, uh, that's good. I'm going to have to sign myself up soon. Uh, have you seen anything great lately? I, I watched Eric Andre's movie, Bad Trip. Oh my God, I laughed so hard. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Eric Andre. I've, I've been a fan. If, If you've never seen this fella, he does, uh, he had a show called The Eric Andre Show in which he sort of, um, a lot of the show was, uh, like a surreal talk show where he had like a studio and his guests seemed to not understand that he would he would pull pranks on them and do odd things all the time, like uh, uh like hot dogs would fall uh, out of the ceiling, and then he'd ask them uh, crazy questions, or or somebody would be underneath the chair that the guest was sitting in, and they'd grab at them, or 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 uh um somebody would come out from backstage in, in a strange costume and then do something very odd and make the situation very uncomfortable. And then the other thing he he'd do on this 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 uh, show his his show the Eric Andre show is he do He'd do things outdoors or he'd kind of, um, he'd pull pranks and just surprise people on the street unknowingly. And of course he'd have cameras everywhere so that they would, they would capture these people's reactions. Like there was one, I think maybe one of the very first season's episodes, I'll never forget. I laughed so hard. He's just riding his bike uh, down the street and he literally just crashes through, like literally crashes through the window of like a cupcake shop. Like, and they had, they had cameras inside the cupcake shop. And they filmed him just riding his bike, and then just crashing through this window. Oh my God! I laughed so hard. There was another one where he went to like he went to like a, a, a Mensa club. You know what you know what Mensa is? It's a, this club for intellectuals. Like you have to have a certain IQ to get into it. And obviously, these people who, who consider themselves very smart maybe are maybe are a person who's in this this club. I I I am not. I remember my friend telling me about it in high school, and it baffled me that such an organization even existed. But uh, but yeah, there was one where he tried to get into a Mensa club, and he actually got into a meeting of Mensa at like a restaurant, and he was wearing like a suit of armor. <laughs> it's just very strange, very surreal. Anyway, so with this 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 movie, Bad Trip, that just showed up on Netflix, if you're if you're inclined at all to watch this, what they did was they sort of incorporated Eric's knack for for pulling off these pranks in public with like like a plot. You know what I mean? And you're probably saying, "How did they do that?" Well, it's like imagine like a you remember, you remember Jackass, right? If you're of a certain age, you probably remember this MTV show, Jackass. And then there was Jackass the movie where they, they did all these pranks that were, um, you know, ramped up a bit. Obviously, because it was a film, they saved the best stuff for the movie, and, and they were great, and, and it was really funny. But there was no plot. It was just like, you know, um, like... Um, I say pranks, but I should probably say stunts. Like stunt to stunt to stunt without, without any kind of uh, linear narrative. But what Eric managed to do was was create like this linear narrative, and, and I'm not going to give the whole thing away. Uh, but needless to say, there were some some um, th- there were a couple very good actors in this movie, and, and one of them was Tiffany Haddish, who I love. I, if you ever read. Tiffany Haddish has a, a memoir. I think it's called *The Last Black Unicorn*. I'm pretty sure it's dynamite. If you ever get a chance to read it. And the other person who was in this movie who played Eric's best friend was uh, Lil Rel Howery, and, and 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 you may know this fella as um, he was he he was the guy that was in uh, uh shoot. What was that movie called? That really creepy one that was out not too long ago. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was it was that that horror movie, and I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Of course, I'll remember as soon as this show's over, and I probably should have taken notes. Anyway, Bad Trip. It was a lot of fun, really funny. I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard watching watching a movie. Uh, but I, I if you enjoy Eric Andre and you enjoy like juvenile humor, which is basically what it is. It's you know it's a lot of below the belt humor, uh, so to speak. I guess, I don't know how else to To refer to that kind of humor, but uh, if you if you enjoy that sort of thing, I I recommend it. If you love Tiffany Haddish, I recommend it. Anyway, um, what else did I do? I finished this book by Sayaka Sayaka Murata the other week, and it was called Convenience Store Woman. Now I've been I've been looking to read this book for a while. I'd had it in my Goodreads cued. I, and uh, and I, I thought to myself, well, eventually I'll, I'll either buy this book or, or maybe I'll find it. Well, I hadn't even thought to like search for it at the library. I thought, well, they'll never have that, and, and I should never think that, because our library is so comprehensive, and they get some really esoteric stuff in, and, and especially something like this where it's translated. It was a, a very small novel. I say novella from a, a Japanese author and um, a new book at that, and I thought, like, oh, they'll never have it, but I was in there, in the library and fortunately they've opened back up which is great and I was looking and I saw this book called Earthlings and on the cover of the book it says from the best-selling author of Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata and I thought oh wow that's great I'm gonna get that and read that because I want to read her other book and then I thought wait a second maybe while I'm in the library if they have this Sayaka Murata book maybe they have her other one so so I checked and lo and behold there it was I, I was like, oh, this is great. And the book is great. I, I recommend it. If you can find this book, Sayaka Murata. Her last name is spelled M-U-R-A-T-A. Um, it was a dynamite book about this this uh, eccentric woman who was in her, her mid-30s uh, living in Japan who's worked in a convenience store since she was 18 years old, like basically 18 years. So she's, she's exactly 36 years old. And her friends and her family are kind of concerned for her because this is all that she's passionate about is working in this convenience store. And it's not like, you know, she manages the convenience store and it's not even that she uh, she um, has any kind of um, supervisory responsibilities or anything. She's just really passionate about about this convenience store and the way it operates. And, and she, it's like fits her personality and her life very well. And she loves it. And yeah, she's odd. And that's kind of the beauty of it. it, it the book is all about just like you know it's okay not to fit in which is a, a great message and and it's through this this story that and i don't want to give too much away but only to say that eventually a fella moves in with her or she asks a fella to move in with her and he understands what she needs she needs basically like a cover so that she can continue to live her life meaning like oh oh now she's got a, a you know our, our daughter now has a, a male uh, living uh friend and a uh, uh, potential love interest and her sister is like oh you've joined the the world again you know what I mean it's sort of like so he can complete her cover so that she can continue to 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 be this uh, this and live this life happily as a convenience store worker yeah it, it's great convenience store woman and in this book earthlings that i'm reading now i'm about halfway through it's very different from a uh, convenience store woman in a lot of ways but in a lot of ways it isn't it, and it's also very very good I, I recommend it so sayaka murata i have that to recommend to you and i have a uh, um uh as an author and uh, again if you if you like eric andre or or what i described uh, sounded at all interesting to you, then I, I recommend Bad Trip, which you can find on Netflix. And uh, and I, I wish I could still... I wish I could remember that movie that little Rel Howery is in, but you can look it up and you can find out. It's a horror movie. You've probably already seen it. Um, shoot, let me get my script up here because I gotta... Like I said, I gotta pull this thing off... So that I still have enough space to upload it, and hopefully I get my power back sometime this morning before I have to start work. My goodness. Well, uh, folks, this has been episode 166 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.